0: السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته الله اكبر الله اكبر الله اكبر اشهد ان Bye.
1: الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستهديه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمداً عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وحبيبه a man وأدى our ونصح resell فكشف الله به Hal وتركنا the cash البيضاء ليلها law who be Hilumma, whatever can I had a little by law. Lady who can a my dear brothers and sisters. We believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We bear witness that there is no God worthy of worship except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We bear witness that Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his last messenger. Alayhi salatu wa he did his best. He has done his best to fulfill the amana that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has entrusted him with. Him alayhi salatu wa he said, Taraktu fikum ma yintamasklum bihi lan tadillu ba'di abada. wa sunnati. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned in the hadith, I've lived amongst you. Something, if you follow us step by step, you will never go misguided. What is it Ya Rasulullah? He said alayhi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Kitabu wa sunnati, the book of Allah and the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned in a another hadith. He said alayhi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Referring to his sunnah, he mentioned, Hold tight to the sunnah. عبدالعليه bin Nawajis. Hold tight to it as if you're holding to something with your molar teeth. This is a metaphor that Rasulullah has given to us. You're not only holding to that sunnah with your hands, but also with your molar teeth. So this is the manhaj of our life. This is the manhaj that will lead us to success in our life. Following the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and following the sunnah of Rasulullah my dear brothers and sisters, we'll from one of these, I remind you, I remind myself, to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in public and in secret. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and his sahaba, that was their manhaj. following the Qur'an and sunnah, but also understanding that taqwa has to be present. Right? Iman has to be actions. It's not just to believe in the heart. Al-Iman, ma waqara fil qalbi wa sadaqa fil abal. The Iman is what lays in your heart, but what? It falls with actions. And taqwa has to be at the heart of it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran: Ya ayyuha al-ladhina amanu, ittaqullah haqqatuqadin. Wala وَلَا illa wa antum muslimun. Oh, you believe, fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we ought to be feared and never die except in the status of Islam. Complete submission to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is. This is a simple rule for any Muslim believer, for any sister, any brother, who wants to reach to Jannah, is to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala according to the Quran and the Sunnah, with taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Looking for his Jannah and fearing his? Now, nah. Living in that balance between? Looking for the reward of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Jannah and? Fearing his Jahannam. Fearing the fire. Fearing his wrath. Fearing the? Torture of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we need to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the balance. As Imam Ahmed mentioned, the, the, the mu'min has to balance those as the wings of the bird. Can the wing of the bird have one heavier weight than the other? They can't, right? You have to have these two equal, fearing Allah and looking for His reward, equally throughout your life. But also when we worship worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we need to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with ihsan at least make it your goal. And this is the topic of our khutbah today. Ihsan, persevering in doing, doing goodness, whether that to be in our ibadat or mu'amalat, whether that to be in, in terms of the deeds between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or the actions and interactions between you and the ibad, or the other human beings. Right? My dear brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides us to have that as, our, as, as one of our goals. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَأَحْسِنُوا إِنَّ اللَّهَ يُحِبُّ الْحُسِنِينَ Persever to do goodness for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves those who persevere to do goodness. Who doesn't want the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Allah said in the said, said in the hadith, uh, Rasulullah s.a.w. said in the hadith that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he loves someone, he will call upon Jibreel alayhi <laughs> s-salam and he says, O oh Jibreel, I love this person, so love him. And then Jibreel alayhi salam will call upon the heaven, the creation of the heaven. And we we'll say that Allah loves this person so love them. And then what happens to that person? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah will put love for him and acceptance for anybody and anybody who doesn't want the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So persevere to do good and you'll reach the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You will get the rewards of that in the dunya and in the hereafter. My dear brothers and sisters, when we try to understand what is ihsan, what does it mean to persevere in doing good in the ibadat when we worship in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the hadith that was narrated by Umar ibn al-Khattab, he He says, when one day we were staying with Rasulullah sallallahu when we see a man that showed up with a very bright white thumb with a very dark black hair. We don't see that he's a traveler, but at the same time nobody knows him. He doesn't look like somebody that know him from the community. فَجَلَسَ ila اللَّهِ sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa رُكْبَتَيْهِ إِلَىٰ رُكْبَتَيْهِ إِلَىٰ أَخِرِ الْحَدِيثِ We don't want to mention the whole hadith, but I want to quote the part of the hadith. In this hadith is Wibril alayhi salam coming to teach the Ummah. This is the ending of the hadith Rasulullah would ask the Sahaba, do you know this who this man? The Sahaba would say, Allah. Allah and his Allah and His Messenger knows this. Rasulullah sallallahu will conclude and say, yu'alimu yu'alimu that this is Jibreel came to teach you about your deen. In this hadith, Jibreel alayhi salam would ask Rasulullah sallallahu and say, fa me al ihsan, tell me about ihsan, what is ihsan? What is the highest rank of persevering to goodness when you worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Then Rasulullah sallallahu responds and say, and I want you to pay attention, and pay attention to all the words of this hadith clearly. And ta'bud allaha ka'annaka tara'u fa'in lam takun tarahu fa'innahu yara. To worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the definition of persevering goodness for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when you worship in Allah. Is to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as if he is in front of you and watching you. And if you don't see him, he's actually seeing you. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Look at your salah. Look at your Siyam, look at your zakat. look at your Mu'amalat, look at your Salah first. What is the Arkan? Are you fulfilling the Arkan of Allah, the Salah for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching you? Are you fulfilling these pillars and the conditions? Are you trying to beautify that Salah to the best way possible? Look at your Siyam when you're fasting for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Are you just staying just for Ramadan? Are you doing any Sunnah? When you're fasting, whether that to be Ramadan or Sunnah fasting, are you trying your best to fulfill the pillars the pillars of death fasting? Are you doing your best as if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching you? Rasulullah sallallahu wa sallam, in regards to the siyam, he said, صلاته, I'm sorry, بلن, that when you are fasting, when you are fasting, right, and you're not holding your tongue from saying the fahsha Then, there is no benefit from you holding your fasting, your food and drink. Right? Are you fasting just you're fulfilling? You're fulfilling a a duty. You're feeling like it's a task. Is that when you're praying, when you're fasting, is it a task? Is it a task for you? Or are you really worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to seek His satisfaction in the dunya and in the akhirah? What are you doing in terms of your ibadat, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Directs us to do ihsan, to persevere in doing goodness in everything that we do. Ali Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he mentioned in the hadith of Shaddadi Kiyaws, Radiallahu Anhu, called, Father Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi sallam. Inna Allah Katabak Ihsan Ala Kulishainin, the Ida Katam Fahsino Katla, wa Ida Dabatum Fahsino Dabha, when you hit the Hadakum Shatrata, when you hit the Bihata. Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he says, Allah has prescribed persevering to do goodness in everything that you do. And then he gives us the example. He said, If you are aiming to kill an animal or slaughter an animal for the sake of using that meat, then make sure that you are persevering in doing that goodness when you are treating them in that manner. And Rasulullah goes on to give us the description When you're slaughtering that animal, make sure that it's sharp. Don't let that animal suffer and torture. Make it easy. When you the vihatah, make sure that that animal is not suffering. But this is, ihsan is not only in that manner, but in everything that you do. In the Quran, when you read in the Quran, in the ibadat, as I mentioned, and also in the mu'amalat, when you're dealing with the people as well. My dear brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, in surah Nisa, وَعَبُدُوا اللَّهَ وَلَا wa به،, بِهِ شَيْئًا وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ ihsana." Worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah started by guiding us to the main thing that we have to do in this life. To worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa'budu allaha wala tushriku bihi shai'a. What is the purpose of our creation? Allah says in the Quran, Wa ma khalaqtu al-jinna wal-insa illa li'abudun. I have never created the jinn or the ins except for them to worship me. And then he continues and say, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this ayah. Wa'budu allaha wala tushriku bihi shai'a. What comes next? And persevere to do goodness to the one or two people that you have in your life that you have to do the best for them. Your parents. What's next? Your relatives. And after that, the orphans. Those who lost the love in their life. They don't have a parent to take care of them. They don't have that care from a parent. That genuine care that we all get from our parents. So next after the dumba, after the relatives, is the orphans. And what did Rasulullah say about those who take care of the orphan? He said, Alayhi Sallatu was sallam, Rasulullah وسلم, he mentioned, I am next to the person in Jannah who cares for the orphan, كهاتين. And he 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 singled to us like these two fingers, the middle finger and the pointing finger. Who doesn't want to be that close to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam? So do goodness for everybody and make sure you the to the orphans and take care of them. And you'll be next to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam in Jannah as this close, this close. Who doesn't want this reward? Be Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gather us in Jannah next to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Allahumma amin. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continues in the ayah To guide us and direct us to do goodness And persevere and do goodness For the masakeen Those who are in need Those who are unfortunate in life Disfortunate They are facing troubles They're dealing with calamities We help them and support them Deal with them with goodness How many of you when you see somebody Who's in need And we assume so many things No, they, they don't need it Um they are employed by somebody. They, are just lazy. How many of you do that? How many of you, your when your shaitan comes to you and tries to prevent you from giving sadaqah for the sake of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. When Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala orders us to give sadaqah, huh? Does He ask you to ask if the person is in need really or not? No. The Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the Sahaba: If somebody shows thee, you give them. Where's the reward? It comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Who's gonna hold him accountable if he's lying or she's lying? It's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But you you are persevering to help and support and getting the reward, expecting the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, nobody else. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes in the ayah, in the ayah to persevere in doing good, we mentioned your parents, turba, your relatives. وَالْيَتَامَ- the orphans وَالْمَسَاكِينَ- those in the name وَابْنِ, وابن السَّبِيِّ وَالْيَتَامَ وَالْمَسَاكِينَ وَالْجَارِي لِلْقُرْبَةِ Your neighbors. Especially the neighbor who is a relative. وَالْجَارِي لِلْقُرْبَةِ وَالْجَارِي لِلْجُنُبِ And the, the, the neighbor who is not a relative. وَالصَّاحِبِ بِالْجَمْ And the, the, the scholars were different, different in in who is الصَّاحِبِ بِالْجَمْ in this ayah. To be good and persevere in doing oh goodness some scholars said to your wife, your partner, your husband, or some scholars your companions. And then those were travelers. So this is the direction of the Quran, to persevere in doing goodness in our mu'amalat, in dealing with the people, the people, right? He's the example for us to follow, right? What did he say? وديناي ايصره رضي الله عنها سيد اباها كان خلقه القران هي سلوق حزمه انزله القران ولله سبحانه وتعالى تلهم ان القران فاق عنهم وصيدير انتم جودنس so this is the direction for us to deal with people as if we're dealing with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we're expecting the word from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we're expecting the judgment from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala اقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله العظيم ولكم من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه ولي المستقرين. الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على نشرة المرسلين سيدنا محمد النبي الأمين وعلى آله وصحبه ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى my dear brothers and sisters, we're talking about ihsaam, persevering and doing goodness, whether it's be the ibadat, in worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or mu'amalat, when it comes to dealing with the humans. Our fellow brothers and sisters, or even misleaders, and we mention how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has directed us to deal with anybody. We mention how Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and his manners, where when it comes to dealing with people, one thing that I wanted to talk about, which is the word that you get from Ihsan, but before I talk about that, I wanted to mention one thing. My dear brothers and sisters, the scholars were always trying to deal with the dunya as a mean to help you get to Jannah. How? In every opportunity, there is a rule. If you convert any deed that you do every day, To ibadah, you get the reward. How do you do that? How do you convert any deed, anything that you do every day? To be a worship to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and get a reward for it. But your niyyah, your intention. It's easy when you do an intention for salah, it's an act of worship. It's easy when you do an intention for siya, it's an act of worship. It's easy when you come into the masjid. And you're you having that niyyah that you come to the masjid for the sake of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la, to learn the knowledge, but it's an easy niyyah. How about when you're going to work? How many of you remember to make the niyyah, the intention that you are doing this to help provide halal income for your family and for yourself? To help support your community, another niyyah, to go to the gym, go work out, take care of your body. How many of you remember the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam? وَإِنَّ حق, Your body has a right in you and you have to take care of it and have that niyyah. Anything you do, you can convert it from a normal act, a regular act, a regular routine, to an action of ibadah by just changing the niyyah and getting the reward in return. And now I want you not just to do that. I want you to persevere in doing goodness for that niyyah. How? Continue renewing that niyyah. One of the scholars of hadith, he would say, I would start writing the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and I have a sincere niyyah in my heart and in the middle of the hadith, the shaitan comes to my ears, my nafs comes in and to my ears and I feel that there is ujb, there is ura'ah. I feel that there is my niyyah is getting corrupted and then I continue to renew my niyyah until I finish the action of ibadah. He's trying to spread the knowledge of the hadith. Right? He started with a sincere niyyah. But what happened? It got corrupted midway. So that's what I want you to do. What did he do? He renewed his niyyah. I want you to be mindful of that as well. You start your salah. You want to perfect that salah? Make sure that you renew your niyyah. If the shaitan comes to corrupt your salah, or take anything from your salah, say no. Renew your niyyah. This is just for Allah. A brother walks in and you feel like you're showing off a little bit. You're raising your voice with the tell huh? No, I'm not doing this for the brother, I'm doing it for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? It challenges your nafs, it challenges your heart, it challenges your mind. Your nafs will push you to show off and have that status or have that that prestige. But what you want to do is suppress that, make it only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is part of persevering to do goodness of ihsan when it comes to your niyyah, when it comes to the ibadat, or the actions that you do in routinely daily life. Right? You want to seek every opportunity to get to Jannah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gather us all in the highest ranks of it. Allahumma ameen. So, what is the reward that you get? What is the reward that you get from Ihsan? What is the reward that you get in return from persevering to do goodness in everything that you do? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with those who restrain themselves, From doing evil. Those who are being pious to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those who are fearing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ مُحْسِنُونَ And those who persevere to do goodness. Who doesn't want the ma'iyah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Who doesn't want the support of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in their life and in the hereafter when we need Him this subhanahu wa ta'ala? Who doesn't want that? So continue to persevere for doing goodness in this dunya and in the hereafter and expect the support from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's not gonna be easy. It's not gonna be easy. You will get the brother who's like, Akhi, how can you forgive him? He did this and this, how can you forgive him? Wallahi, I'm expecting the ajr from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For man afa wa asliha fa Whoever forgives, the ajr comes from whom? The reward comes from whom? From Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But then you'll get the shaitan, you'll get the ashabu su, the bad companions would say, ah, you can't do this. You can't let him humiliate you like that. Ihsan is not easy. But when you persevere for, for it, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you support in this dunya and gives you the reward in the hereafter. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in another ayah that we started the khutbah with, وَاحْسِنُوا inna اللَّهَ يُحِبُّ And persevere to do goodness for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves those who persevered to do goodness, who doesn't want the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And look at the reward that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the stories of the Anbiya. Prophet Yusuf alayhi salam, Allah says in the Quran, in his story, وَلَمَّا بَلَغَ رَشُدَّهُ أَاتَيْنَاهُ حُكْمًا وَعِلْمًا وَكَذَلِكَ نَجْزِي الْمُحْسِنِينَ And when he grew up to be an adult, We give him Ruling. He became what? A ruler. Right? And knowledge. النَّالجِ وَكَذَٰلِكَ نَجْزِي المحسنين. When you're trying to persevere to do goodness, no matter how hard it is in this dunya, no matter how challenging it is to deal with the hearts of the people, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you wisdom, gives you a prestige, gives you a higher rank in the hearts of the people because of His love. And then, what else? وعلم knowledge. Further knowledge. We think that, you know, see, look right now. How much of knowledge is spread out? How many of us actually can retain that good knowledge that we need to have to be successful in this dunya and the hereafter? We rather focus more in the knowledge that doesn't benefit. But when you fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you persevere to do goodness, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for you to get that knowledge and retain that knowledge and act with that knowledge. So this is the reward you get. Look at the story of the Prophet Ibrahim Alayhi Salaam, And we know how hard, he was one of the he was one of the messengers that faced hardships from their oh, We know about his story and his father. We know about his story and Ismail Alayhi Salaam, And the this that he was given. We know about the story when he had to travel after that, with his wife and his son Ismail Alayhi Salaam, And he had to live them in the middle of the desert. We know of all the chance that he had to do. He still persevered to do goodness. What was the reward in return? Allah says in the Quran, referring to the story of Prophet Yus- Ibrahim, Prophet Ibrahim and he says, we give him Isaac, Ishaq, Wa Ya'qub, and all three were guided by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What does that mean? When you persevere in doing goodness, Allah gives you a righteous offspring. We guided them. And before him we guided Prophet Nuh alayhi salam And from his offsprings, and وَسُلَيْمَانَ and musa وَمُوسَى Harun. All these other prophets were also from him, from his offsprings. And we call him Abu Al-Anbiya, the father of all prophets. Because of his persevering to do goodness, as Allah mentioned in the ending of the ayah, نَجَزِي الْمَحْسِنِينَ And this is how we reward those who persevere in doing goodness. So if you want Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide your offsprings, so persevere in doing goodness in your ibadat, in your mu'abalat as well when it comes to your worshiping of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or in your dealings with the people. My dear brothers and sisters, I'm going to conclude with this. As I mentioned, doing ihsan in the ibadat or the mu'amalat, is not going to be easy. It's going to be hard. When it comes to the ibadat, you'll find your nafs and the shaitan comes and tries to corrupt that niya, or your nafs and shaitan comes and distract you from your salah. And comes and take from your ibadat. And you'll have to fight that back. Because the reward is so high and you can't lose on that. And when it comes to the mu'abalat, it's going to be even harder. When it comes to dealing with the people and being persevering to do goodness for the people. And only expecting the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's not going to be easy. But understand that the return in terms of rewards from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the dunya and in the hereafter is far better than anything that you can get. Than anything that you, you can ever think of. Remember Jannah. Remember the ayah the, that the, 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 the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned. لا يطير لا يطير Be patient. Be patient. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't let the efforts of those who persevere and do on goodness go in vain. Your efforts will not go in vain. Whether that to be in return in this dunya or in the hereafter. So this is a reminder for me and you to do your best to fight your nas, to do your best to fight the shaitan, to do your best to fight the brothers and sisters who might come against you in this dunya and say, Ahi wallahi will forgive him. You know why? Because the reward is bigger from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I might be able to get my right in this dunya, but guess what? I can get it 100 times better in the hereafter. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us all to reach to the levels of ihsan. Allahumma <speaking> amin. Allahumma dhufi <foreign> lal muslimina wal nislimat wal luqminina wal mu'minat al-ahyai minum wal amwaan Allahumma dhufi lalana dhulubana wa israfana fi amrina wa tabbiti laluhumma ala al yagdamana wa ansurna ala man'adana. I تجعل the في ديننا، ولا تجعل الدنيا أكبر one ولا مبلغ one ولا the one who is 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 the the one who is 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 the one والعمل. I will هذا وأستغفر الله say that من كل be able to say إن الصلاة كانت على المُؤمنين
0: to say الله أكبر الله أكبر. أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله. أشهد I
1: على